It takes money. Well played, MILF. It's weird if your boyfriend doesn't come and you might hook up with a hot cousin. Are you a swinger? What? No. Like, damn, so close. If there's a shit sandwich mm -hmm. and you eat half of it, that means you have to eat less of the shit sandwich. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. Insane Ramblings. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Insane Ramblings. It's episode 35, and we've got a very easy episode. Today, I'm Ben, and... And... My, yeah. oh. <laughs> Cut into your segue. I know. I can't even say my own name anymore. All right. Say your name. No, make me. This is Vicky, who does not <laughs> want to introduce herself. What is Vicky? What is Vicky? Are we playing what Insane Ramblings Jeopardy now? <laughs> what is Vicky? <laughs> it for 500 points <laughs> that's good i was i was trying to come up with something that wouldn't make you burst into tears <laughs> why what would make me burst into tears any accurate description oh <laughs> <laughs> um it's all true yeah um anyway i just last episode was a bit of a debacle in terms of editing so we're going with easy this week because we went with frustrating last episode and it just seemed to, you know, come true, basically. So uh, <laughs> it's a bit of wishful thinking. We're hopefully going to have a much more easier episode to put together and uh, get out quicker for everyone, like, you know, to enjoy and get their ramble on, as all the kids are saying, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what we're basically trying to say is we can predict the future. <laughs> Do you want to make a prediction for, you know, possibly any time in the future, something we can expect? Okay, sure. What sort of thing we, did you want me to predict? Oh, anything. I don't know how your uh, futuristic visions work, some kind of, you know, disaster that we can try and avoid or maybe lottery Okay, numbers. a disaster. Yeah. I think in 2014, on the 13th of September... You're mm -hmm. going to put on pants that are three quarters of an inch too short and you're not going to realize until people are pointing out that they can see your socks. Are you talking about me specifically or the Yeah, you, listener? Ben. Benjamin Moore. All right. So uh, it probably just means that I haven't bought pants in the next two years and I grow <laughs> slightly. But why are you having a growth spurt? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel you're it coming like on. Sorry? <laughs> I feel like coming on could be one of those, you know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> oh, fully mistake. developed. Sorry. Yeah. I've heard these dilemmas. I, I, I guess, you know, in terms of the grand scheme of things, short pants or at least slightly short pants, it could be worse, <laughs> but uh, I'll be sure they to look out for that. It could be very embarrassing. What if you're wearing white socks with a suit? Oh, what a faux oh, pas. As if I would make that mistake. <laughs> I probably would. No, I would I'd, like to... Submit myself for the award of longest interview process. Okay, go for it. I've now interviewed for this position, and it's not finished. I've interviewed for this position 11 times. Do you want to clarify what position? Uh, I'm going for a position as a recruiter for a mid-level recruitment firm, international recruitment firm in Tokyo, and I've spoken to now 11 different people separately. You'd hope that there's not a more stringent process for some of the higher level jobs there. No, I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, and now we'd like to spank you with this spiked ping pong paddle for two yeah, hours. It's just like a, a university no frat. Reason. Sorry? Yeah, it's just a, a frat party initiation, basically, that all, all the guys interviewing you, they had to go through to get their jobs. And then they have to point out all your body flaws and you're not allowed to cry. <laughs> well, I think I think you're allowed to cry, just uh, not publicly. Oh, okay. You're allowed yeah. to cry, just not publicly. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> then you, you read can... that directly from the rule book for men, number one? Yeah, well, that's my rule. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe if you get hit in the groin, you're allowed to shed a single tear, but then after that, you have to man up pretty quick. Yeah, I think there is a little star. It's like, except when overcome by emotion, when drunk, or when hit in the groin. Okay, so if, uh, if the tear... At the birth of your first child, right? Only if you're drunk or hit in the groin during that birth. 
Well, Maybe. I'd hopefully both. <laughs> That's true. You probably need it to get through that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Must be really hard for men childbirth these days. Well, if there's some kind of really emotional guy who wants to get a, uh, a lot of excuses to tear up and he just keeps getting this hit has in a the lot balls. Of children? No, I'm just saying, like, at the birth, if he's been hit in the balls enough times, then people might start getting suspicious because that can lead to sterility. And it depends how many children he wants to have. Yeah, well, uh, I think after the uh, the seventh one, you might get suspicious. But there's some leeway there. <laughs> but anyway, good luck with the uh, job interview. And then hopefully... Can you believe we'll... that, though? Do you think that anyone has been through more than 11 interviews for, like, an entry... This is an entry-level position. It seems Like, what do they make excessive. the cleaners do? They probably like, just... we'd like you to clean the Great Wall of China. I and think, then um... we might consider letting you clean the Space Needle. <laughs> and then after that, would you mind cleaning the Tokyo Sky Tree? And then maybe. Then maybe our can... office, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I feel like I should be overjoyed to get this job. Like, yeah, it seems like no... What are they no... interviewing for? Yeah, it seems like no what? matter how many uh, interviews you go through... The responsibility that you'll be ultimately, uh, you know, given will probably be pretty minimal. It's not like I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. It's like I'm going to be photocopying. Like, I can do that. Do I don't know. I've seen those high-tech Japanese photocopiers that they're working with nowadays. It's, that's the future over there. You've got to be uh, on your game. There's only so many times I can answer the question, can you make photocopies with yes? And then Jeff to try and... Uh, answer it in various ways to try and make yourself seem like you actually know more about photocopying than there actually is to know in the world? Well, I think that, like, one of these people could write my, autobi my autobiography only as a ghostwriter. They could write my biography by now. Maybe they're like, just... really, like... Maybe they're just super interested in you and they just want more excuses to talk to you. <laughs> then hire me. You'll see me every day. That's true. But yeah, how long? Maybe they you... just have nothing to do. Probably, they don't want outsiders to know that their company is a sham. So basically, they just waste a lot of time <laughs> interviewing to protect their secrets. Or maybe they've only got like like they only get one candidate a year. So this is their HR's team to sh like time to shine. <laughs> yeah, they gotta really make certain. Um, so how long are these interviews each? Well, you see them one after the other. So each one is like between like half an hour and 45 minutes. So the first one was like with the one person was quite long. There's like an hour and a half. Then the second one with five people was four hours. And then today uh, I had another five people and that was three hours. So I've spent a work day being interviewed. You think they'd be able to communicate between each other? Just like, you know, give each other the... Uh... 411 on Vicky by the end of that four hour session rather than have another separate session. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you, like they always tell you in interviews to ask intelligent questions about the industry, but there's only so much. Like, each person is like, So, do you have any questions? And, like, when I kind of look around, like, looking like I might say no, they look at me like, You shouldn't do that. You need to ask like two or three questions per person. I don't have 33 questions about a job I've never done. Maybe you should just buy the eighth person. Just be like, no, everyone else, I think, pretty much covered it since I've been here for 10 hours. Yeah, that's what I'm, I said that today. I was like, no, like the last person, I was like, I've really got nothing except for like, where did you get that art? So, <laughs> like, I was just like, no, thanks. Like, I've spoken to a lot of people and I think I've pretty much covered everything I needed to know. Maybe that's the test. Like, you're on some kind of crazy Japanese game show and it just goes round after round until you finally give in and say that I've seen enough people, I don't have any more stationary-related <laughs> questions to uh, ask you. And then, you know, when you finally cave and they call you back for your 50th interview and you say no, then you win the grand prize or something. <laughs> Which is what? A job, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I'm, I suspect by that time you probably don't want one. No, this is madness. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. And there's really amusing art in the room that they get you to interview at. It's really funny. Oh, my gosh. It's a picture of a man standing. He's got a suit on, so he looks like a guy in HR. He's got his back to you. <laughs> this is what you'll be like in a few years. This yeah, is right? He's in a forest, man and he's holding a newspaper in one hand, and his other hand is, like, disappeared at crotch level. <laughs> Wait, did you say he's in a forest? Uh, yes. Why? I don't know. Why is he... He's obviously peeing. That's the only response I can come up with. Oh, so is he got his back turned or...? 
yeah, his back's to you, so you can just see he, the back of his head and like his back and his legs. Is this a like a painting? No, no, it's a photo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's duplicated twice, so he's standing next to himself peeing in the forest. I think uh, I need you to get an artist's rendition. You've seen this photo for several hours now. You should be able to sketch it from memory for us to put up on the gallery. I'll try. And there's this really accusatory plant in the room as well. You really have been in this room too long. I've been in there for nearly 11 hours, I it's think. Like, Around about 11 hours. It's like when uh, they ask you to stay in the room for a little bit before anyone actually comes to meet you. Did you have to do that? Yes. The, and, between the people, they do that as well. And so like, in that time, I can just imagine you having conversations with this man and this plant. It's like <laughs> you give That's them the names, start to uh, sympathize with them. It's like they're holding you hostage and you can start to relate to these you know, inanimate objects. No, the plant's really accusatory. It's got this, like, long tendril that points out the front, and then at the end it's got, like, one singular leaf that points right at you. So it's, it's like the plant is pointing at you. Yeah, it looks like the plant is... I'm not going crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, suddenly realising why you didn't get this job yet. Because I'm crazy. Because you're seeing accusatory plants... <laughs> No, seriously. It points at you. I'll draw you a picture of that as well. All right. This is going to be a very uh, artistic episode by the end. No, I swear. It points right at you. It's, it's like the bony hand of death. If you go back like, in there... I'm coming for you. What? If you go back in there and you're left alone for your 12th interview, I need a, a I've got to go back. There's another interview after this if I get through this stage. All right. We'll see if you can try and take a photo of this stuff as well because I'm uh, quite I'll curious. Try. We'll, I'll try. I'm left in this room for quite some time by myself. We'll put up a comparison of some kind between uh, your artist's rendition and the actual objects and we'll see how they compare from memory. Well, I can't draw. We all know that. but I know, but it'll still be uh, interesting to see you know, how much information you've retained from staring at these <laughs> crazy objects. Well, if anyone's interested in having the Robert Walters HR interviewing room as their bedroom, I could recreate it for you quite easily. I don't know how much demand there is for that, but I'm glad you've got this niche market covered. Well, in case of the job, I'm going to need to do something. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's the other thing. If they're interviewing people for 10 hours each, don't they have stuff to do at this actual company? Yeah, their job is recruiting. And But, like, it seems like recruiting and that's it. No, 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 like, they're recruiting me to be a recruiter for other companies, if that makes sense. Also, if you get this job, you'll be interviewing people for 10 hours at a time. But not for working with us, for working with other companies. Oh, okay, so these, these people that are interviewing you... Like, they actually do work for this company, but most people that yes. you'll be recruiting won't. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, That's complicated. right. Well, I wish you luck with your crazy Japanese photocopying and non-stop interviews. I can't take it. I'm losing my mind. I'm, I'm serious. You are on a Japanese game show. I can only assume I must be. I spend every day answer. off that I have. Like, once a week, I've been going to this place for three weeks now. They're just, like, sitting back after each interview. They're like, she's still here. What is she doing? I know. <laughs> like, I was left alone in the room so long, I started putting sugar in my coffee one granule at a time. Do they have those uh, kind of small cubed granules or powdered sugar? No, it's just in a sugar stick. I didn't even take sugar in my coffee. There was just nothing else to do. <laughs> it's like one of those tests where... Uh, if you leave a kid in the room alone with like a marshmallow or something and tell them not to eat it, and then they go watch from a giant mirror on the other side of the room, like a one-way mirror. Yeah. Yeah, did you have a one-way mirror? Because I, I assume they're watching you. They're judging your every moment of talking to these paintings and uh, putting cubes in your sugar one by one, or cubes in your coffee one by one. Well, there's a book one. there about their industry, but I can't. Like, I've read it five times. Yeah, I was, I was, so it's one they give you. It's not like, you know, all their secrets are in this book that to see. No. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, the sex partners of the CEO or anything. <laughs> or the answers <laughs> to all the yeah, questions no. they're about to interview you. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's just kind of about, like, their industry. But uh, if you do find out the sex partners of the CEO, feel free to report back on the show. Well, I'll most definitely be making questions about that. Good to know, good like, to know. Like, Spears, really? How did that happen? 
<laughs> well, now nah, that would be a scoop if you could. Uh, if you, are you confirming right now that Britney Spears and the CEO of this recruiting company are hooking up? Is that what you're saying, Vicky? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the plant would like that. I don't. I don't want to piss off this plant anymore. Fair that tendril can only get wrong, longer till it touches me. Yeah, you go back in the next time. It's going to be like little shop of horrors, just pouring out the building with the CEO in its mouth. <laughs> Breathing fire. What did you say? <laughs> oh man, really? Like they've asked me the same question a million times. Like, are they expecting me to trip up and not know my own CV or something? Or like last time you said you wanted to come to Japan for the food. And this time you said for the culture, like, Oh, what, what did you really mean? Like, it's kind of like I've committed a crime and the crime is wanting a job. It could be like uh, Will Farrell's character in Austin Powers 2, where he, if he's asked a question three times, he has to tell the truth. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it is. So it's like, why did you come to Japan? The food. Why did you come to Japan? The culture. Why did you come to the pan Japan? Damn it. Sex trafficking. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have asked three times. The reason why I came to the pants, as you said, by accident is very different. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. There was a uh, hypothetical that uh, I wanted to get your take on. Um, mm. we've, we've been kind of asking each other around uh, the last couple of days. Basically, I think I think I know what your opinion on this is going to be, but I want to, you know, get your take oh, anyway. I'm going to have a really weird... Oh, God, another question. How much more can I take? Are you working for them? No. <laughs> so basically, it's this is like a secondhand story, so I'll try and recount it as best I can. But... Uh, Two friends, a guy and a girl who have known each other for quite a long time, but they're not mm. like boyfriend or girlfriend. Is and, that me and you? And I was just about to say, this is not related to our situation whatsoever. Ooh, sounds like it might be. I know I said that suspiciously. It's really not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really got to stop doing that talking <laughs> in like... Yeah, the... really. You can't pull the ashy voice if you're going to say something in earnest. Fair enough, fair enough. No, it's not. I never said like, ashy, I'm going to bed. <laughs> that just makes you sound like a 1930s gangster, not suspiciously, you know, relating to our yeah. situation. Yes. I... Gangsters aren't at all suspicious. That's true. I guess you're right. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, th these friends, um, are, you know, having a party or something, and then afterwards the guy invites the girl to crash in his bed and mm. they're not they're not together or it doesn't seem like they're that like interested in each other or anything to become a potential item but mm. the girl turned down the offer just because like even though she couldn't get home and uh, her only other option was i think the couch it just seemed like it's not it's more than sleeping even though Technically, it's not. Oh, I don't think so. So that's I knew I knew you wouldn't think that. You do. Yeah, I definitely do. I think, to me, even though the story was related that way, it sounds like the guy's into the girl. Really? I don't think so. But you, so if you were in that situation and uh, you know someone's like, oh, I've only got one bed, but you can share with me, and there's another guy, you would not turn them down. No, I'd stay with them. Do you think that that could be? He just doesn't know how to say that he's into you and that he, you know, if she does agree, he's then going to make a move. No, that's really wrong. I don't think my friends would do that. Okay, the next step from this is if your boyfriend was in that situation and there was the girl. Oh, did she have a boyfriend? That's different. If she's single, I don't think it matters. Yeah, she has a boyfriend. Oh, uh, then no, I wouldn't. You, you wouldn't if you had a boyfriend? No. Because, uh, Why? Uh, like, not that I think there's anything going on there, but I don't think that my boyfriend would appreciate it, even though there's nothing going on. Like, I don't know, why would you put yourself in a situation where, uh, it's hard to explain. Like, I guess that, like, even if he trusts you, like, you can't ever prove for sure that nothing happened. But I suppose that's true of any situation, but... See, I think, you know, even if I trusted my girlfriend, I wouldn't trust the other guy. See, I would trust the other guy. I wouldn't worry. Like, if my boyfriend was like, yeah, I shared a bed with like this girl I wouldn't care but I don't know it just doesn't seem like the kind of thing you do when you're in a relationship I don't know why I don't really have a good reason if he made a move on you if you were single and you were sleeping in the same bed would that be unexpected yes and I'd really? be pissed off 
Because I think... Yeah, I'd be pissed off. I think it would be almost guaranteed or almost, like, no, expected for it to happen. So. I don't know. I think if you're, like, if you're sleeping in a bed with someone, um, you know, with a, of the opposite sex, in that situation, it's almost never just sleeping. No, I don't think so. I disagree. Okay. I'm not really one to share beds anyway, just because I'm, you know, I don't sleep that well next to someone else. No, me neither. You don't? I, that's you... the one reason I wouldn't either. I don't think I'd sleep very well. You don't? I, I thought you always sleep in the same beds as people. Yeah, like having impromptu threesomes by accident. <laughs> well, that's because I was at a party, but like I don't, I don't sleep very well if someone else is in bed. Okay, but you will sleep with other people on, you know, in the bed, just not very well. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was kind of expecting you to say you wouldn't care. Like, we're being quite divided on this topic. Yes, I would stay with him if I was single. If I had a boyfriend, like, I don't know. Like, there's not really a problem with it, but, like, why? Like, because I would feel jealous if my boyfriend did that, even though nothing happened. So, like, why do that to someone? You'd be jealous or you'd be, uh, I don't know, just feel a bit weird about the situation? Well, I'm, I would know, like, that it was fine. Like, yeah. but I would still feel a little like, oh, that's meant to be like a you and me thing, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that, well, that's a pretty good way to sum it up, I think. Like, there's just certain things that you do just with your boyfriend because, like, otherwise what's the difference between being friends with people and having a boyfriend? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We've, everyone seems to be quite divided on us, but uh, I'm actually agreeing with you for once. Oh, really? That you would do it if you were single? Not, not if I wasn't into the girl. I wouldn't want to lead her on or anything like that. Really? Yeah, because I think... What if it was me? Um, I don't want to sleep in the same bed as you again for, like, the same reasons that I just don't think it would be a good sleep. Yeah, but what if there was no other option? Like, it was either that or, like, be thrown into the ocean. Well, okay, if if it's sleeping <laughs> next to Vicky or Drown, I'd have to think about it for a little while, but then I'd probably <laughs> sleep next to you. Because I, if I was sleeping with a dude anyway, I'd probably do, like, top and tail, so it'd be really difficult to make a move on me unless you wanted to make it on my feet. But your, your bits are still aligned. No, they're not. My bits are, like, around about between his stomach and his chest. <laughs> Good to know. I'm really short. So, like... <laughs> I, was anyway, a... I don't think there's a problem. Why? What did people say? No, it's just, like, some people were, uh, were very... Yeah, I, I wouldn't care or, uh, or the exact opposite. Like, yeah. But I'd, I'd really care. Like, who? If, like, as the person's partner... Well, people were just saying, would you find it weird to be sleeping in the same bed or is it just sleeping? Oh, no, it's just sleeping to me. It is? I've done it before, heaps of times. But with people that had a partner? Yes. And did their partners be like, what's going on afterwards or you don't know? No, they weren't. So if you if you had a boyfriend and he was in that situation, would you be, you wouldn't approve afterwards, so... Oh, I mean, I'm not going to be angry. Like, I'd understand if it was the only option, but I would kind of be, like, a bit sad. Like I said, because I'm like, well, that's supposed to be something that me and you do together only. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm... Not I... that it's that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have not lived until you've slept next to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you won't let me. <laughs> well, I think we'll go back to episode uh, two. I work hard, I play hard, I sleep hard, baby. <laughs> I was at a, uh, a bar on the weekend for uh, mm. one of our friend's birthdays. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said I was going to that on Facebook. Uh, ha, tricked you. You didn't come all the way to Australia to uh, get no. up with us? <laughs> no, I didn't. Mm, well, I know how much a Facebook invite means to you then, or, a, you know, a Facebook <laughs> attending. Mm. It's like entering into a contract. Yeah, that you've apparently broken, so... Uh, uh-huh. That so that's how much contracts mean to me. <laughs> you mean that insane ramblings is the best show ever contract didn't didn't mean anything to you? <laughs> no, I slept with its boyfriend. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm trying to decipher what the uh, insane ramblings boyfriend would be, but... Uh, I, I don't know. I guess your other podcast? Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I do picture insane ramblings as a woman. Do you? Or a, a gay guy, if... That's what you were implying. Why? I, I, I never thought of this. Just, <laughs> just, just, just came from mind. <laughs> anyway, go on. What happened at the party? So uh, it's at a pub and uh. me and our friend Julian are getting a drink. 
And I, I thought you guys were getting it on for some reason. Yeah, we were doing that as well while we were waiting for the bartender. You both are single boys now. If another guy asked you to share a bed, what would you do? It's happened maybe like twice in my life. Yeah. And I think if it's the only option, then I've done it. But it happens very rarely that there's not, you know, a couch or something like that. I think it would probably be, you know, last option. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a bit different, but I'm still not making a habit of sleeping with guys. <laughs> that's just disappointing. <laughs> well, you know, times are tough. Maybe things will change. We'll see. Let me slowing down. Some of us are going to have to change our sexual preferences, even though we might not want to. <laughs> what are you trying to say? So you're jumping out a bit. I can only assume my uh, raw sexuality is affecting the line. <laughs> I just uh, said, oh, so what happened between you and Julian other than getting it on? Something so, uh, yeah, I order my drink first and then he orders his and I, I had my money out to pay, but then Julian paid with the 50 and the bartender took that to pay for both of our drinks. Oh, that's so, annoying. Yeah, it was weird. Like I had my money out and it's not like I was holding it in a way that he couldn't see it or anything like that. That's weird. Yeah, I thought it was weird because first of all, we didn't know how much individual drinks cost. So I didn't know how much I owed Julian, but also kind of came across as he assumed Julian was shouting me. And (laughs) I I know maybe this goes back to the making out thing, but I, I don't know why he would assume Julian was paying for my drinks. So you, this is a, an entire story about how you're threatened by Julian's masculinity. Not threatened. I'm just <laughs> amused that the bartender would assume that Julian and me were in a situation together where Julian would be paying. You're overthinking it, man. This is the stupidest story I've ever heard. What I'm trying to say is Julian and me make a cute couple. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to spit that out, and I don't need this bullshit story about a drink to get to it. <laughs> I had to sit through a half an hour about your accusatory plant. Let me tell my <laughs> stupid bartender story. <laughs> I don't think it's that big a deal. You probably just thought you were doing rounds or something. Well, we weren't, and I was confused. <laughs> that is annoying, though. I mean, like... I wouldn't take it as a personal slight, but it's stupid. Well, I didn't take it as a personal slight. I'm just trying to give advice to bartenders out there. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. someone's holding money, what do you think I'm holding this for? Yeah, or maybe he just uh, thought I looked poor or I could use the uh, drink or something. But Julian was confused. He thought that I got my drink for free and he got a really expensive drink. <laughs> you should have just let him think that. <laughs> yeah, you, you like, still well, owe my me. My drink was $20 and yours is free. Yes. Yeah, so all it took was batting my eyelashes at the bartender a few times. <laughs> Unless that song, if you've got a $20 bill, put your hands up, was playing. I don't understand what the bartender was thinking. <laughs> like, I'm not inspecting this bill because I want to... Who's on the $20 bill anyway? On the Australian? I don't know anyone yeah, who's no. on any of the notes except for... Uh, the five, which is the queen, all the people on the Australian bills are the no one important, or at least as far That's as I not can tell. True. All right, who's on other bills? Well, I don't know, but I'm sure they're important people. Okay, well, not important enough that we know them. Like we know the American notes, the you know the presidents on the Australian notes. I've got a twenty right here. Hang on, let me uh, let me get this that out. Addison guy is on there. What's that guy's name? Bush. Bush McPoet. <laughs> on what? On which one? B. B Jettison, that's not right. Why am I an idiot today? That's all right. You're dropping out, so uh, you're not sounding like you're, you're an idiot. idiot. Yeah, you're idiot. Yeah, I can't even say the word idiocy. So that makes me. It sounds like idiot. you're going to say idiocracy, which yeah. is the kind of government I would inter- implement if I started a principality. <laughs> You know, you know the worst part about... Andrew ed- Patterson. Uh, God's sake. You know the worst it. part about editing last week's show was that when we made a no. stupid joke like that, that like we misspoke or whatever, then we made a callback to it. So I couldn't edit that out. And so it took me like five times as oh, long really? to edit the show. But then to have to leave in the shitty jokes to, you know, <laughs> edit around these shitty jokes to make sure that 
um, the callbacks worked was the worst because we'd make a crap joke, we'd make another joke about the fact that that joke didn't work, and then we'd call back to it. So I couldn't delete anything either. <laughs> Why would we do that? Yeah, I know. Remember because... that time we weren't funny a second ago? Yeah, like, that, that that pretty much happened. Funny twenty minutes ago. Yeah, it was it was a nightmare. Um, but I've got a twenty here. Mary Ryby seems to be on one oh, side. Mary Ryby. What did she do? She started uh, rooming houses for women in New South Wales. What about John Flynn? Oh, he's, he's on the John other side. John Flynn? Yeah. I don't know. But Mary is the saint, right? Wasn't she um, ordained? Ordained, you idiot. Wasn't she canonised? I have no idea. I could look this up, Pretty but sure I really I'll don't Google. care enough. I don't know John Flynn. Okay, well, uh, my, fa- my point is that the people on the Australian money aren't as memorable or, you know, they're not... It's not like in America you say, oh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll give you a, a Washington or whatever it is. I guess a Washington's not that important. I don't think anyone says that. <laughs> the only one I know is it's all about the Benjamins, baby, but I don't know the rest. What's on? Who's on the uh, other American dollar notes? Because Washington, I think, is a one, so it's not as impressive. People don't really say that. There's got to be a better example. Anyway, if I had my way we could get some pretty cool people on the Australian dollar bill. I think, you know, we need to update it a little bit. I think it might just be that you're an idiot. Like, I don't know something, so it must be boring and unimportant. <laughs> uh, are you saying that you wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be a talking point if we had, instead of Ryby, Mary Ryby, we had Brooke Satchwell, Star of Neighbours, 1990. What has she even done? <laughs> she she can you know come back that could be a big comeback is to get on the twenty dollar bill. Yeah. So now we're putting people on the notes as a comeback. <laughs> anyway, the person I was thinking of was Mary McKillop. Mary Reby is a successful businesswoman. All uh, right, good to know. Good to know. What about uh, who else could go on a note? One of the dados. We'll put all the dados on. Like all of the dados. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, Dado, he can... I, don't, I haven't decided if I want them all on one note or each on no, individual notes. No, I'm separate notes. notes. Yeah? Who's, who's on the uh, highest? Who's the uh, 100 like, Have you got a Cameron nah, mate? Sorry, just an Andrew. Oh, See? It's already catching on. How much better is that? <laughs> not catching on. They're not putting the Dados on the Australian notes. Yes. This, this is... If Insane Ramblings comes to power and I somehow... Oh, my God. No, don't include me in this. All right. I like, I like the status quo. Whenever I become president or prime minister as... Whenever. You know, that's probably more likely. Mm. Uh, Brooks Satchel on the 20, Cameron Datto on the 100, Andrew Datto on the 50, and the other Datto can be on the 10. Ah, right, and the yellow wiggle. We, on the 5, maybe, are we thinking? Greg, on the 5? Okay. There's two yellow wiggles, though, so maybe one on each side. I, I like to think that we just put dados on all of them. Like, it's all about the dados, baby. Is there enough dados to fill the whole uh, the whole range? I think there's five dados, aren't there? Oh, really? Hang on. This calls for Wikipedia. <laughs> there's so many sayings, you, like, where you're oh, just going <laughs> to pull out some dados. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. Come on, Vicky. You know this is... It's really good. I need to get some dados. <laughs> you like, why can't a... you come tonight? Oh, I'm short a few dados. You owe me a Cameron. I'll trade you uh, three Camerons for a, a Andrew. Is what they'll say. Does anyone have a? Does anyone have any change for a Cameron? <laughs> Lucky Dado. He's the. Is the other one. So there's three. Oh, there's only three. Yeah, Andrew, Cameron, yeah. and Lucky. Which? Uh, oh, hang on, Cameron. Andrew's twin, Jamie Dado. Which? I thought there was a not famous one. Oh, I'm not familiar with Jamie Dado, but. Uh, Let's see what he's done. What has he done? He's, he was Andrew's no, like, twin, it seems like. Sorry? On Wikipedia, he doesn't have a uh, clickable link, so I can assume uh-huh. he's not done anything of note. Oh, that's well, nice, isn't it? Well, <laughs> Jamie Dado's crying into his beer now. Wouldn't things change if he was on a $5 bill? Okay, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's not lie. Right, why so, don't we just like if we started like if we rule the world, mm-hmm. why not just make like the next five people that we saw into into um, currency? Yeah, why not? We could have a rotating There's cast. An artist called Jamie Dado. Do you reckon that's him? Oh, well, I don't know. But we could have like every month 
is a different, just random civilian on a note. So it's like a competition. And so if you win, you get to be the face of the uh, 10 for that month. Sure, that sounds good. But then how confusing would that get if it changed every month? But you could keep the like, colour the same. It's not like oh, American money a, where... Like a mat? Oh, is that like a, is that this month's Andy <laughs> or is that this month's Drew? I'm not sure. We know how they have commemorative coins for certain years. We'll just have the same kind of thing where you can still tell it's a $1 coin. It's the same shape and size. It'll be the same colour and size and same basic design. Just have another random person. And then maybe some... Uh, a spiel about their lives. We can, you know, say uh, Vicky Smith, the face of this month's ten, has been interviewed on several occasions and thinks that quickly going nowhere. What did you say? Eaten dinner on several occasions. I said interviewed, but if you want, if you want eaten dinner <laughs> to make precedence on your ten dollars spiel over interviewed, oh then my god, uh, my, the only good thing you can find to say about me is I've eaten dinner on several occasions. <laughs> Well, that that's something to aspire to. After you get on the face of the ten, you'll have something more to say. She's eaten dinner more often than not. <laughs> her biggest claim to fame is being on the face of the ten. <laughs> Come on, you and uh, you and Jamie Dado can make a name for yourself that way. Jamie Dado has—he's an artist, man. You, you bastard. He just doesn't have a Wikipedia page. No, maybe he doesn't want one. He's shunning the, the famous life of his family. There you go. It's an educational show. This one. What does Jamie Dado do for a living? Yeah, I think that's a uh, a new game show. What does Jamie Dado do? <laughs> it's quite short, isn't it? <laughs> it's only one two-minute episode. Well, uh, what does Jamie Dado do for a living? Is he an artist? <laughs> yes, he's an artist. Maybe uh, you know he could change vocations on a regular basis for further seasons. Well, we'd have to talk to Jamie Dado about that, wouldn't we? Well, you know he's the face of the ten now, so he's a busy man. <laughs> Did you have anything you wanted to add? Or should we go into uh, some Ranger Vicky? Let's do it. I've forgotten the Ranger Vicky jingle. Have you really? Yeah. Oh my god. Hang on, here we go. Do 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 do. That's not it. Do 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 do. Ranger Vicky. <laughs> You're heckling my jingles now. I wasn't heckling it, I was just doing the Japanese game show. That's not correct. Which I just is how I discipline the children. I just have to get it exactly right before I'm allowed to uh, progress in the show. <laughs> it's not a good game show, but... <laughs> well, maybe we can put this back-to-back back with... the makers of what does Jamie Dado do, it's not unexpected that it would suck. We're workshopping both of these, seeing as we are the makers of both these. You don't really need to say from the makers of when it's us. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying that after this, life is going to be slightly disappointing. Are you sure that you want to know it? Um, well, now that you've given it such an amazing intro, it's like one of those uh, things life where... Life never quite make you happy again. Because this story is so amazing or it's so disturbing that I'm going to be broken? It'll just spark such jealousy in you. Okay, I'm curious enough to see where this goes. Well, you don't really need more than the headline. Here we go. Man withdraws snake from ATM. Interesting. Now, Jealous? if he had have had some kind of Cameron Dado $100 bill holding a snake, the story would be less surprising. That's really scary. How is a bill holding a snake? How does a tree accuse someone? Let's move on. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I can picture the photo of Cameron Dado on his $100 bill is in some kind of Adam and Eve pose where the snake's wrapped around him. Oh, I see. And it's, like, covering all his naughty bits in a tasteful sort of homage. Exactly. Kind of like uh, Bible story. Mary Louise Parker on the uh, season five promo for Weeds. Right, right. I see. Uh, I'll put that picture for reference in the episode page. Oh, I thought Cameron Dado's head. <laughs> I'll put both. I'll Photoshop Cameron Dado's head onto Mary Louise Parker's body. Well, it's going to be quite the after of a scary plant and a man peeing. <laughs> That's Sasha. Oh, I want to read this one instead. Man, woman's life saved by bread loaf. <laughs> it's not the most... Does a baker, like, hurl it at her and knock her out of the way of a car or something? I don't know. You're I think it's more who's... fun to speculate how than actually read that article. Oh, now there's a game show. We just read headlines and make up the articles. That sounds really fun, actually. All right, we'll do that next episode. Well, I see here another headline that says Murray sentenced to maximum of four years imprisonment. I can only hope that that's not the yellow wiggle because that's really going to... No, he's the blue wiggle. It's really going to halt his campaign to be on a note. To be on what? 
on a on a door. Oh, that door. Ah, sorry. Uh, no, I, I thought like that was an obscure wiggle song that I wasn't familiar with. No, <laughs> but he might be excluded from waking up Jeff for the next few months. That's the reference I thought you were going to go for. And so when you didn't go for the wake up Jeff call, I was very confused. <laughs> Why? What was the reference you were thinking I was going to make? I thought it would be, you know, if it, it does prevent him from going on his campaign for waking up Jeff. I don't know, something along those lines. <laughs> he was caught driving the big red car whilst drunk. Thank you. That's what I was going for. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry for referring to a joke we made. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you know I'm I confused by so callbacks. Obscure as to reference the last five minutes. Anyway, I want to marry this guy. He sounds like a dude, the guy in this story. Okay. A Spanish man had a shock when he went to withdraw some money and a snake came slithering out of the cash machine. Was it, uh, <laughs> was it in, uh, you know, bill form? Like, that snake can be exchanged for monetary funds. No, it wasn't like Flat Stanley or anything. You can't exchange... It wasn't a new currency in Spain, as far as I know. <laughs> Although, it could be interesting, the world's first live currency. <laughs> no, I think you're forgetting the great alpaca floating of... I believe it was Liberia? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, they, they do things differently over there. Plus... But that was yeah. 1953. And it, so, is, it is useful to be able to ride your... Uh, currency to your uh, you know transaction destination well that was the reason that they bought it in but unfortunately i had to go out after they found that there was too much alpaca shearing going on okay so when when we get the ability to uh, put dado's faces on currency the next step is to take it to the next level and print them on live animals well as i found with the great liberia alpaca incident they would just shave the faces into the bodies there we go. And so this all ties but into our... that's why they had to discontinue it, because people could too easily change them. Like, <laughs> oh, is that a Cameron or an Andrew? They just shaved the, you know, dollar figure amount into the side of it and uh, <laughs> yeah, had a few exactly. extra zeros at the end. Like, oh, $5 llama? I don't think so. Llamas are included. I'm going to put a, an extra four zeros. Yes, thank you very much. Still oh, I didn't think we had $5,000... Alpacas. Oh no, this is the new llama that we just bought in a wink. Still five dollars for a llama. Sounds like a good deal to me. <laughs> Obviously you haven't bought that many llamas. That's a way overpriced llama. That's true. Anyway, he went to get the cash from a branch of the Caja Madrid bank in Alava at eight AM on his way to work. So it's eight o'clock in the morning. He would have like woken up maybe an hour before if he's on his way to work. Okay. The middle-aged man managed to grab hold of his money despite the snake attempting to attack him. So did the snake come out of the same slot as the money? Yeah, the snake came out, the snap, there's like a little video here, and it came out with the money. And is it like a really like thin snake, I assume? Because how is it? Yeah, it looks quite slot? thin, this snake. And so he's like not deterred by this snake, he's just uh, determined to grab that cash. No, he sounds like... Your average man's bare grills. How, like he wasn't. It, he wasn't even expecting these challenges, though. He's like, "Oh, there's a snake in my money." Like, you're not again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all in a day's work, and then he just walks off and goes off to his job. Like, anyway, back to my job at the printing mill. Yeah, it sounds like a who dares wins kind of scenario where. Uh, it really does. It sounds you, like a prank, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you can grab this fifty bucks if you can face the snake. Except the joke is the fifty bucks is yours. So, does it say how much money he was trying to get? Uh, it doesn't say. All it says after that is he alerted the police who then came and helped the bank manager after they discovered the snake was trapped by a mechanism in the cash point. Oh, um, shit. So... so, it's actually still, like, stuck in there after he's grabbed this yeah. cash. Like, it's the just next... there, like, hissing away. The next yep. person who comes along is just going to be like, holy shit, there's still a snake there. <laughs> yeah. That's the part of the story that kind of gloss over is that it's not the one incident, but it's just this constant snake ATM hybrid from then on. Yeah, it's snake day at the Caja Madrid bank. It kind of sounds like... Uh, a free every... snake attack with all of your money. Well, like, every time you withdraw the snake can slither a bit through. And so people what have to way? try and people have to try and get more money out, like pressing their pin around this snake while it's about to attack them. <laughs> this is definitely a PopCap Games game. Yeah, I, I reckon we're onto something. Uh... It's right up there with the Sane Aquarium. <laughs> Insanely scary ATM. I think there's an iPhone app in that for sure. 
<laughs> um, so anyway, then they came and the manager got the snake out. Um, and it was put in a, in a box and taken to a shelter. Yeah, I assume I, a snake shelter. I don't know how many of those there are around. Well, I guess a wildlife shelter. Hopefully not a human shelter. <laughs> they just chuck it in with the rest of them. <laughs> they said, uh, police say they've not ruled out the possibility that someone might have put it there for a prank. However, they say it is a rural area, so it's possible the snake got there of its own accord. I say trained thieving snake. Mmm, I have seen the documentary Dunstan Checks In, and if snakes are <laughs> anything like hyperactive monkeys, I think you're onto something. I think that that was almost certainly a foiled bank robbery attempt. <laughs> or maybe not foiled and the snake was the distraction. Oh my gosh, maybe. <laughs> I think how much money there was in the machine, like how much it was withdrawing, does make a difference. Because you're uh, saying this uh, guy... If you go, like, to get... I see what you're saying. Like, if you go to great lengths to get, like, a five, then you're a hero. But if it's, like, 200, it's like, well, who wouldn't give it a go? Yeah. It's basically, how much would you go against a snake to get? Exactly. And I think, you know, <laughs> if you're getting out, like, a minimum amount, like, a 20 is probably the least amount that comes through these ATMs, then, Europe, you know... Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I guess it also depends how threatening the snake is to say if it was poisonous or anything. It just says it was a viper snake. That sounds so pretty scary. Does it say how, like, on a scale of one to ten, how scary would you rate this particular snake? <laughs> they don't. Was have it a, a relatively threatening snake or one of your calmer snakes? <laughs> yeah, but well, uh, yeah, a viper. I don't. I don't know how many uh, docile vipers there are, especially if it's half trapped in the. Uh, cash slot of an ATM probably doesn't ease the situation. Unless it was like my rent, like a thousand bucks, I think I would just leave it. Yeah, you're not willing to fight off the snake for less than a thousand? I don't think so. You? I, I don't know, I think you've got a pretty good uh, guard in that scenario. Like you could probably stay out of striking range and not too many people are going to come along and swipe your cash. Yeah, I call the police. Why do you have to snag the money? Yeah, I have to see this video. I'll, uh, you have to send me the link. <laughs> All right, I will. I'm ready to wrap it up. All right, I just want to do a, a quick Craig segment. Nice. All right. Craig. Segment. <laughs> are you a ghost surfing the web? Yeah. You are? Are you a snake in a cash machine? Well, that one's already been answered. <laughs> Documentary-style program is looking to contact the ghost on the internet. If you are dead and reading this, please <laughs> respond. What's your name? How did you pass away? Why are you surfing the internet? <laughs> I think that's the most interesting question. Like, if you're a ghost, you've got pretty much the whole world at your fingertips. Like, ah, but I just want to play <laughs> one more round of my farm bill. Yeah, I really I like my Googling death. shit. I still haven't worked out who Jamie Daddo is. i got to work this <laughs> thing out. My mage is only level 69. Come on. <laughs> Maybe... The sequel to uh, Casper would just be him sitting around and uh, checking out Amazon. Googling his own name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it pops up, uh, this guy died by snake bite from ATM. It's like, ah, shit. <laughs> Everything's coming full circle. I'd be interested in hearing from any uh, internet surfing ghosts as well. Also. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? I'd... Like, can I be on that, on that uh, mailing list? Yeah, and I mean... If they're making a documentary out of this, I'd be curious to see the final product. Do they just grab a camera and face it at a computer and be like, yeah, there's a ghost here. Uh, you just can't see him. I'm pretty sure of the 1990s television show Ghost Rider. Oh, I, I would not forget about Ghost Rider. He's a ghost and he writes to us. What's to forget? You, yeah. How can you, I mean? You think you're the Ghost Rider scenario... They're going to get a, a, a crime-solving crime ghost to uh, be the focus of this feature. Surprising. I'd like to know what that is. Like, murder, mm, big crime. And then, Putting uh, a snake in an ATM. Oh, did someone get hurt? Big crime. No one got hurt? Small crime. <laughs> so in, uh, in your mind, the ghost just rates the size of the crimes and then... Well, that's, that's what you said, a crime-sizing ghost. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, you dropped out again. It's hard to tell. Oh, okay. Yes, crime-sizing ghosts and ghost documentaries. I'm pretty sure these guys are onto a winner. Oh, I want to see it. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Good. Uh, My work here is done. I'm, I'm ready to wrap this up. Nice. So uh, 
Thanks everyone to listen. I'll start again. Thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Insane Ramblings. We should have called this the Verbo episode. Hopefully I'll be able to edit all those verbos out. (laughs) No, that's why I tried to make a joke about every single one. So now I have to leave them all in, damn it. (laughs) You can thank me later. (laughs) Feel free to write us an email, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or vicky at insaneramblings.net. Also feel free to offer us a uh, broadcasting deal (laughs) since I'm about to sign myself severely unemployed because I'm afraid of a plant that looks like the bony hand of death. Yep. And podcast at insaneramblings.net. <laughs> if you want to reach both of us. But really, yeah. email. I love it. Come on. And, I love uh, getting emails. Yeah, we haven't, we no haven't done a ramble. No, we haven't done a ramblux for a while. So, uh, someone no, I promise I'll read us. you on the show if you email us this time. I won't ignore it. And we'll only sort of make fun of you. <laughs> we might get Ben to read it in the voice. If you're... Uh, a internet surfing ghost especially we definitely want to hear from you or Jamie Dado and want to tell us how much work do you want this internet surfing ghost to do he's got a life (laughs) I guess (laughs) not really I think they got a lot of free time um and subscribe to us on iTunes and you'll get all the new episodes automatically and uh yeah feel free to rate us give us five stars and review us and that'll help the show out as well and if you're a girl person and you write to us, I'll imitate what we think your voice sounds like. And if you're a boy person and you write to us, Ben will imitate what your voice sounds like. I like that you uh, specify the, by using the term girl person. Like, I mean, Well, if we get something else, we will have to, I don't know, get another species in on it. And I'm yeah. trying to discourage that ghost from writing to us because I want to see this documentary. And if he's wasting time writing to us, then... It's not going to be a lot of movie getting made. <laughs> I think he's a multitasking ghost. You can do both. That's good. Mm. All right. So thanks again. This has been another episode of Insane Ramblings. Thanks for listening. And uh, trim your plants. Good good advice to sign off on. Away Seaboat. <laughs> Away Seaboat. Hang on. Yeah. Inna! Hello! Hey. How are you? How are you, girl? I'm okay. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. Mm. So you're here. Why are you here? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday because I got day off because I... When's your day off? Tomorrow? Today. Yay. 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 See you soon. I'm just on the phone. Hello. Hello. Sorry, that was my friend. That my was Japanese awesome. friend. I think Why? we've got a new catchphrase for insane ramblings. Sleepy. <laughs> Why? I just like it. I think I think we need more of that. What do you mean? It was normal. Sleepy. Is that how I said it? Sleepy. It was, it was very Japanese. <laughs> I should have spoken in Japanese had I known you were listening. You're the one who's not turning off your microphone. This is true. This is also true. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. It's in ramblings.